Hey, Nevers, we have a sponsor this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... Reem, I'm sure you remember the time Hugh Grant read an ad for us, right? You mean when Golden Globe winner, Emmy loser, Oscar-never-nominated British superstar Hugh Grant read the ad for our commercial we did for a very special chonky cat named Zero, who you can follow on Instagram at PerfectBoy? How could I forget? Well, guess what? Hugh Grant is moving to Brooklyn and taking your place on the podcast and going forward will be an Anakin Skywalker themed podcast called Reem Do Not Grant You Rank of Jedi Master? Uh, no. Well, fuck, man. I don't know. You write these things. I'm just reading here. Well, anyways, Zero, the chonky-ass cat, who you already should be following on Instagram at PerfectBoy, now is a Patreon. Go give a dollar or two to patreon.com slash perfectboy. That's patreon.com slash perfectboy. P-U-R-R-F-E-C-T-B-O-I. Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know, like do get do we have time to buy something? No, no, we just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front podcast. I'm Brandon Reem, and I'm Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. And- Hell yes, you are. Yeah. How are no, you? I'm not. I'm Brandon Ream. I just said that. Oh, golly. How's life? It's great, man. It's can wonderful. I... It's fantastic. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. When did you, or have you always, or do you have any clue, when did you start saying, thank you for listening to the Nostalgia From podcast? Oh, at the beginning of the show. No, but I'm curious about, have you always said the Nostalgic Front podcast when you do the fun size, or do you know? Oh, I don't know, Patrick. We've done too many of these things. Well, I don't know either. We have, we have trends that last for about 50 episodes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we're done with hey, it. Hey, hamsters don't go to heaven. They don't. Because uh, I was curious, because I was listening back to one of the episodes for some reason, and uh, I say- Which one? I don't know. I say, thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front but I remember a couple of months ago when we switched from Podomatic to Podbean? Yeah. When we did that, I officially made the show. The show's official name now is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Mm-hmm. Podcast is part of it. Uh, and so I was wondering if you did, at that time took that in or if maybe it was just a choice in the moment or something. Or do you, Is there any thinking behind it or was it just like a fluke? It was a fluke. Sick. I love it. I love the behind the scenes. See, this yeah. is what I like. This is how the baloney's made. I hate, yeah, I hate the rest of the show, but Blogna. goddamn, the, these little parts where you B-O-L-O-G-N-Y, because I fucking love well, it. Well, when we're doing it. Yeah, buddy. That's uh, when the magic happens. Uh, God, God I love man. doing it. Yeah. You love doing it? Mm-hmm. What, slapping your rod around? No, pod, this pod. Oh, the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I go back and forth. Uh, we're right now, listeners, we're at the beginning of like a, a marathon. We've got oh, yeah. fucking like four weeks of crazy I'm going shit. to a festival. You're I'm doing going to a some festival. shows and a thing. I'm and... doing the road and some shows. Yeah. And I'm going to a cabin in Vermont. So I play with my dog and my wife. Nice. I do love doing it. You know that. Uh-huh. Uh, but so we got- Leaving the fucking cat at home. October is going to be busy. Yeah. But uh, this is the first beginning of it all. So right now we're we're still fine. We're not stressed yet. Our brains nah. aren't rotten yet. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, what are we talking about today, bud? Oh, we are talking about He Man. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Haven't we already talked about He Man on the show? I mean, he may have. He Man of he may have came up. We didn't do a He Man fun size already. No. Did we do a Masters of Universe fun size? 
Like the movie? Yeah, or like, uh, I swear to God we've already done a He-Man episode. No. Really? We've done all the major 80s toy lines. <sighs> Brother, I don't know. But we haven't done He-Man. I don't know nothing anymore. The big three, which everybody knows. TMNT. Not, Wasn't no, that no, an old trend? 80s. Wasn't that an old trend on the show? No, we... no. You kept trying to say Thundercats was yeah, a part of the Thundercats big three. Thundercats is a part of the big three. It is not. Thundercats only had one series. Thundercats is a great toy line and a good supporting cartoon, but it didn't last nearly as long as the big three. Of your Transformers, your G.I. Joe's, and your He-Man. He-Man. Yes. Uh, the big three. Yeah. Uh, wait, so I would have, like, if if earlier today, uh-huh. well, I mean, or pre- previous to this, if you would have been like, hey, Patrick, have you guys done a He-Man episode? I'd be like, yeah, for sure. And if you would have said, how much money would you have bet that you've done a He-Man? I would have said, all my money, <laughs> everything I have. Because I just swear, it just seems like we've already done a He-Man fun side. Well, it seems right natural that we're a nostalgic podcast. Yeah. That... Prior to, you know, and most of our stuff's from the 80s. That yeah. You'd have figured that at some point in the first 120 episodes, mm-hmm. we'd have gotten around to everybody's favorite blonde-haired, bull-cutted. Yeah. Conan. Prince Re- Prince of the yeah. Air, Prince Adam. Uh, well, goddamn, what say now that I guess for the first time, I'll read the Wikipedia. Now, I swear we've done it before. Um, here we go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He-Man is the principal superhero of a series of comic books and several animated television series characterized by his superhuman strength and most variations. He is the alter ego of Prince Adam. He-Man and his friends attempt to defend the realm of Eternia and the secrets of Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. Yeah. Now you watched That's it. like the op- you pretty much the, the that's, that's like what he says. That's pretty much the opening credits yeah. of the m- cartoon. Yeah, I'm Prince Adam. Yeah. Uh now This wh- is my loyal cat Cringer. And he's all like, uh, sca- like he's a scaredy cat. Yeah, he is. Um, Probably he, where he got that name. Yeah, cringer because he's cringing all the time. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because he liked dirty humor. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he loved. It. He kept putting on Sam Kennison records and right. shit. Uh, is that cringe? I always thought cringe humor is like. Yeah, uh, you're right. As I started saying it, I realized when you're watching was, somebody do something like really awkward. Like he loves the British Office. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen? Speaking of not the British Office, but cringe humor. Did you watch the uh, uh, Between Two Ferns movie that just came out? Uh-uh. It's got so many laughs in it. It's very funny. Yeah. I mean, obviously, Zach Galifianakis, Scott Arkman, they're funny people. Lauren Labkus is in it. Uh, but boy, it made me laugh a bunch of times. There's Good. a joke that I'm going to steal from the movie. I'm going to do to you on the podcast and won't show up. But he's he's interviewing a guy, and he's like, uh, do you know how uh, uh, Vincent Van Gogh answers his phone? Mm-mm. Like this. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Nice. I knew it had something to do with his it's ear. It's so good. It's so he, funny. Yeah. That's like the only thing I know about Van Gogh. Oh, boy. He yeah. painted some shit and cut an ear off. Cut an ear off. Uh, but okay. But today we are not. We're talking about the Van Gogh of toys of the 80s. Yeah. He-Man. Now, what's your. T- what, tell me about your experience with He-Man. I think it was my first action figure. Yeah. I can remember. Like, I can barely remember, like, just having that one He-Man toy. Mm-hmm. What and did you have? Just He-Man? Just He-Man. Now, and then. God, I don't really remember having any other ones. I think I had a Skeletor too. That's weird. Once you get to those me. two, you're set. Yeah, it's weird. I do. To me. I had a Castle Gray School. Now that's cool. Yeah. I never had Castle. I think Grayskull. it might have been my brothers, but yeah. I can. I I can just remember something about these He-Man toys. Yeah, your imagination you just go wild with them. Oh, totally. Because they're such a blank slate. Well, and there is, and I, that's why it was as successful. Was yeah. there was a real romantic romanticism of that like fantasy. Conan, barbarian, sci-fi, fantasy. sci-fi worlds. 
Uh, well, it's a both because you have it's like Conan meets Star Wars, yeah, almost. and meets like uh, GI Joe. That's why the, when they created it, that was the what were the three biggest toys were sci- uh, sci-fi, mm-hmm. war, and yeah. then the fantasy. So they just mixed it all together and made this thing. Uh, it's really amazing. Uh, you're talking about uh, the toys that made us episode. Yeah, well, and also I watched, I just rewatched today the, uh, the fantastic. Uh, um, is it called By the Power of Grey School? The Netflix oh. do- documentary all about. Oh yeah, it? yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, really cool is just seeing how they pretty much came up with this in a think lab. Yeah. And it's all inspired. Like, you can really see the, uh, uh, are you familiar with Frank Frazetta? Yes, the orig- the art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. the, the He's the guy that they modified. Or, uh, yeah, he did the all the Conan, mm-hmm. like yeah. a lot of like fantasy, like comic mm-hmm. book stuff too, where it's just a like. A real Molly Hatchet yeah, style. Yeah, well, yeah. that's who did those Molly Hatchet yeah. albums. Yeah, yeah. And he did a bunch of other stuff. And this other guy I named... I follow the hashtag on Instagram. It's this other one. guy named like Rick Ocho uh, or something yeah. lifted that style. And, and he even says in this documentary, he's like, yeah, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I changed it a little bit because I'm not as good as that guy. Yeah. Uh, but that's where they got the development. And also, now, my, I, yeah. I'm i a little, I'm a little younger than you. Literally, this yeah. is one of those things where I remember watching everything in rerun. I missed it all. But because of that, I had a lot more of this He-Man toys because there were a lot of uh goodwill toys and yeah and uh, uh garage sale toys that's one of the things i think that's great at, uh just thinking about like he-man legacy or whatever mm-hmm. is they work great as garage sale toys mm-hmm. because once again there's such a variation in all the different characters yeah. that you can grab this random ass he-man guy and all of a sudden he fits in with this place that mm-hmm. or that place that well, even like and 20 also, years later. Also, if you had only, let's say you only had G.I. Joe's. Yeah. The He-Man toy is big and it's like, what the fuck? But when I majority had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. toys, even though it was all before it, the He-Man toy fits in with a Turtles toy not too bad. Well, even still, if you, you know? get one of uh, Skeletor's homeboys, yeah, yeah. like they're a monster. Yep, yep. You know, Beast Man's a giant monster totally, and now the totally. Joes have to kill him. I, I know that the, so I... I'll, Oh, go ahead. I liked how their heads were squishy, too. Oh, yeah. That was when I chewed, oh, the squishy chewed on, head. Chewed on those fuckers. Uh, and their arms were interchangeable. Oh, I never... I've heard of this. You yeah, told me this. You could rip show. off a He-Man arm and slap yeah. him on another I think, guy. I'm pretty sure you talked about that on the He-Man episode, Fun Size, we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the past. Uh, probably, I swear, like episode Fun Size 31 is going to be He-Man, Master of the Universe. The, you know how... And we have totally different opinions. You know how we know that the art style of He-Man is great? Is mm. the fact that... Uh, the cartoon series is hot dog shit. The movie's hot dog shit, but still, it like uh, resonates with so many people. See, I disagree with you on that. I think the cartoon series is rad. I really enjoy it. I think it's fun to rewatch. Oh, re-watch. it's so hard to watch. I think it's easier to rewatch than the Teenage Mutant Turtles cartoon was. I mean, maybe in Spanish. Have you ever watched oh, it in yeah, Spanish? Yeah, talk about that. You told oh, me on the great. fun size all about He Man. <laughs> uh, but no, I think the cartoon's actually fun to watch. I think it's in it's it's it, and maybe this is because. It's, Coming out of like Adult Swim shows, it feels very campy in a fun way. Oh, it is. Yeah, and the storylines are really wild and stuff. Um, oh, they are. Another thing is is being so. Of, my brother is eight years older than me. He was reading at the time when I'm a little kid. He's reading a lot of sci-fi fantasy novels. He loved that shit. Yeah, uh, like the precursors to George R. R. Martin and stuff. And so, 
my brother's reading some book that on the front's got like a dude that looks like Conan and a sword and shit. Yeah. And then I can play with these toys. It kind of makes me feel like I'm one of the big kids, you know? Um, and I had, you were saying you had maybe a, you had a He-Man and a Skeletor. I had a He-Man and a Skeletor. I remember the day I got him. I had battle damage Skeletor. That, me too. I had battle damage both. And then I, I just watching this documentary I was watching. The, that's like a later run yeah. toy. Yep, and I for sure had. And uh, that's the what I started with. That's very really fun. I for sure had Battle Cat. I had Battle Cat and Panthora. It's hard to keep all of the armor. Well, I the had, armor gets lost pretty quick. I had. Uh, I think I got them all four. Must have got them the same day at like a garage sale because I remember being at my grandma's house in yeah. town and just being in the living room and ha- having my adventure where it's He Man on Battle Cat, uh, Skeletor on Panthora. Skeletor had his big fucking. Uh, staff with the the ram's Dope. head yeah uh and just fucking battling but it was yeah. the only four toys i had which makes me think it must have been the day i got them because if I, if I was just going to my grandma's i yeah. was picking up fucking box a lot of, of he-man shit. toys are fever dreams like mm-hmm. you were just scrolling oh, yeah, through yeah. i brought up and a, then i just saw a random uh yeah you're going through the computer and i just saw a random character and it's just like i oh, haven't thought about that guy and 20 plus years. Oh, they got yeah. so many random characters. It's too. really crazy. And I don't remember most of these guys. Um, and then they started doing, oh, I had this motherfucker. That with the snake tongue. guy with yeah. the tongue. That tongue whole, I was into that whole snake line. Yeah. Which, yeah. I uh, I didn't get into the snake line until I was about 14, 15 years old, but I got really into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, playing with you my were, snake line. <laughs> uh, All right. Okay, pretty fun. Uh, but I, I just, I really enjoyed him. I, I thought it was a fun series. I also had, so the, which was a big thing. I think we talked about this with our, I would have no idea if we talked about this with our turtles episode because it was like fun size two and who knows what we were talking about back then. But, uh, what was cool about turtles is, uh, or what was cool about He-Man was you had the action figures, you could play with the action figures, but then I also had the sword Yeah, and you could play as like, I had a sword He-Man. that was, that would pop in half. And then I also I also had a the breastplate thing that had like the yeah you know the iron cross on it or whatever uh-huh. and uh, so I could which goes go great with his blonde hair yeah and you could like take your shirt off put that on and boom you looked more like He Man than any oh of it. yeah you know it was really easy you know and I'm ripped I'm I'm that little ripped boy that used to be on all the TV shows little boys are ripped yeah uh, and I so I would play He Man all the fucking time yeah I loved it you watch all the cartoons did you ever read any of the comics or anything. Uh, I don't you, think so. No, I mean, me I'm either. sure I did because they threw them in with the toys. Yeah. Well, that was early on, and I yeah. I feel like I never got my I never got my He-Man toys from a store. Yeah, I'm sure I got so my I hands probably, on a comic book yeah. here or there, but I don't. I never read. Them. I might be wrong, and I'm sure that the research would easily figure this out, but I didn't do any. Uh, I think my brother had some novelizations. Like I think there was some actual like you know 130 yeah. page He-Man novels. Um, because I'm pretty sure I've seen those before. Um, the toys still. <clears throat> it's crazy how much of a market that they have. Mm-hmm. Like the of all the collectors, like people still line up for He-Man toys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you look at these toys compared to what other toys were out at the time, yeah, like the details through the roof. Yeah, man. Did you? Um, and all everybody's different and unique, and they have like expressive faces. And that's something that I'm. You know, if you look at like, uh, sorry, no, if you no. look at like a Han Solo. Yeah. Action figure is just like... Well, those toys don't make no fucking sense. The Star Wars original runs are real bad because they were just... Like, yeah, but they were ahead of their time. Well... That, they, they were the one that kicked down the door. Yes. And, and they had the big IP to go along with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like saying that about a, like a cell phone that came out in 1991, you know? They are definitely fucking Nokia's. You know what I mean? But it's yeah. not... Yeah, exactly. Like, 
okay, cool what they did, but I fucking I don't care. Yeah, because I grew up with G.I. Joes. Which is why, yeah, exactly. And they are 10 times the toy mm-hmm. Star Wars were. Yeah. You got all those different points and of articulation. Where, and That's what they said is all this came out of is because Mattel had the option to make the Star Wars toys and they turned it down because they had been making movie toys that were yeah. flopping like Clash of the Titans and stuff and then they'd be gone after three months. Nobody cared. Yeah. So they turned down Star Wars but then Star Wars toys became huge and they didn't even make them all. They were giving out those refunds and the Mattel people were like, fuck, well, how do we get around this? And then fucking, uh, you know, that uh, horse shit Reagan changed the rules so you could have commercials on, yeah. you know, half hour commercials and then... It's it's really gross because it is all very baby boomer capitalist shit that I hate. But the guy that ran the filmation or whatever, that guy, and ran like uh, was working with them and stuff. He kind of had like a good, uh, almost like a progressive stance on it all. Was like he wanted to make sure that they he didn't he wanted to make sure the shows were good and that like the scripts were all right and the toys were all made sense. He wasn't just going to start selling stuff because yeah, uh, which I think the turtles later way did. He also hired a lot of female animators, female writers. Uh, the whole first season was directed by a woman, the this uh, the same woman. A lot of the second season was directed by a woman. And like there were animators and writers who who literally were like, I'm not going to work with a woman. And they're like, well, fine, go fucking work at some other cartoon then. We don't care, you yeah. know? Not only that, they had a lot of uh, women toys too. Totally. And they and then that spun off into uh Because that was before G.I. Joe did that too. Because yeah. Transformers, all dudes. Yeah. The the woman that the came, Robo Sausage Party the woman that like uh, uh, came up with Shira the woman that designed the toy line for Shira which obviously the toy line came before the comics and stuff or before yeah. the movie the TV shows um, she had been working on Barbie and yeah. she's like well why, we're not reinventing the wheel I want to do something different and she she's talking in this inter- documentary she's like uh, boy people men do not hide how they feel about women when you show them a doll and they're like ugh look how big her thighs are and it's like. This is a doll. This is a warrior doll. What is your problem, you know? Um, and so there is kind of this fun feminist uh, progressive underlining current in all this that uh, I doubt they were knew they knew was happening at the time, you know? Right. And I really like that about it. Um, and yeah, I can. Shira was fun. I I watched Shira way more than I watched uh, He Man, and it was a kind of a different cartoon. Well, I get you. I mean, now there you could. Uh, I haven't seen it, but I've heard really good things. And you could almost argue that She-Ra, Princess of Power, the new one on Netflix. Oh, the Netflix Netflix one is huge. Yeah, it's great. like the best uh, property Mm -hmm. to come out of the entirety of He-Man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's really good. And well, because, and I'm not the first person to make this point, but He-Man was the story of the family, like the king, the queen. Yeah. And then Prince Adam. And stuff like that. And when it was Skeletor, a lot of Skeletor stuff was all like self-doubt and like his stuff. And so it was very small stories. Uh, She-Ra's stories were all like literally like evil is infiltrating. And there was a lot of like, well, this bad guy is going to team up with these good people right now because they got to fight the good. So it was like much bigger, overarching, scary stories, uh, which made the shows different. You would think that they would just be, they could just be carbon copies of each other, but they're not. They're two drastically different shows. And that's what the new Netflix series is is doing with uh, She-Ra is they're spinning off into that like um, uh, over like a major big stories are overarching stories. Yeah. And building really good characters, well, then, which is something that they uh, I'm also interested. They have uh, two new 
He-Man things coming out now. Yes, they have the... Wait, th- there's a new series, an animated series on Netflix. Yeah, that uh, Kevin Smith is going to be yes, uh, behind show running. Snoochie But he's got a lot of uh, comic book people with him, mm-hmm. too. So, And it's supposed to be more in the style of just uh, the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's it's the thing. Be... You cannot... You can't get away from that style. The no. sti- like, even when you look at how the ads, the mm-hmm. toy ads are laid out, yeah. it looks sweet and awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, and this like, was the coolest one. Like, uh, you could write your own stories with these yeah. characters way easier than oh, with yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like it's kind of hard for me to be like, uh, this is like I have a Donatello action figure. I can't be like, this is Jeff, and he's a you know he's a doctor at night. We well, don't even remember half the guys' names. But you could, remember what they looked like. Yeah, you could easily be have Skeletor and He Man on their cats, and their brothers, and they're fighting against. Uh, your Technodrome toy or whatever, you know, Absolutely. like it'd be real a lot easier with that. Also, any there's a so much good artwork out there, mm-hmm, fan artwork. Mm-hmm. I know I always keep going to this, but I really think like the aesthetic edge of He Man's like one of its. Well, that's like right up your goddamn alley, yeah. you know. And uh, just anytime they show a shot of He Man, yeah, with his armor mm-hmm. on Battle Cat with his armor in front of Castle Gray Skull, it just looks cool. Yeah, or. Flip the other side, and it's Skeletor in front of Snake Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, they just... Does, yeah. Uh, uh, which is makes 100% sense why they would base the movie on Earth in Ohio or somewhere. Yeah, the movie, the original movie, Masters of the Universe, yeah. with Dolph, is, woof, not good, but... I watched it today. You watched it today? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I haven't me. seen it all the way through. Now I hear Monica's in, long, in it, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I've you know it always comes up in like podcasts yeah, and yeah, other yeah, things. Yeah. Like it's like got a. Well, we talked about it in sec- our we talked about it in our fun size all about He-Man. Yeah, it's got like a second life just for being a bad movie. Yeah, and it it is. Now, am I wrong? Was like, it was it filmed as another movie and then they just slapped no no? Okay. It was the last. It's like one of the last Canon films. What is that? Oh, by the can the company Canon. Yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, it just went over budget, and they pretty much like end ended it with like a lot of loose strings as far as on the production. And wasn't Skeletor in it? But he's terrifying. No, no, Skeletor is like the best part of the movie. Oh, okay, maybe I'm. Mis- he's all dropping all these philosophical, uh, fucking yeah. cool lines and shit. I tried to watch it, and I- it's Frank Lagella, and it's yeah, Skeletor. Yeah, is good. one of the redeeming qualities of the movie. It's, and it's Dolph, free on YouTube. I like Dolph. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll there's watch tons it of He Man on YouTube. Yeah. You got all the Spanish episodes. Yeah. You got oh, the Ducky. Yeah, the 2002 series that I've watched today yeah, as well. Yeah, you watching that when I got in. I, I remember when that came out because that was when I was like a senior in high school, and I remember, or I was like about to be, and I remember being like, I'm gonna be, get, I'm gonna get into this hardcore. It's very tsunami. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I didn't, but I didn't. That's where it, that story goes. It's like an updated animation style, but it still keeps like all the character it designs. Was, uh, it was I, on Cartoon Network, but I, it wasn't on Adult yeah. Swim, so I never watched it. Yeah, if you're curious, I'd suggest watching the the first three episodes or whatever or your classic three parter yeah. introductory show. And it is was, it a rewrite of the series? It's not a continuation, is it? Yeah, it's a rewrite. Rewrite, and yeah. then but then the new one, the Netflix is coming out. It's supposed to be a continuation. Yeah, from it's not going to redo this. Maybe it'll do like a sum up, but uh, it's supposed to use the same canon as the '80s series. The, uh, no, that studio's closed. You're right, uh, but the Shira is a retail, and the yeah. Shira, the new Shira series that's on Netflix is not going to be related. Not going to be related, which means they could potentially have a Shira in the. Fine. They uh, live yeah. in different planets. Totally, they're just you because know? they're twins doesn't mean they don't have their own way. You know. Yeah. Uh, Great Christmas special. Which one? Twins. 
No, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, He Man, She Ra Christmas special. Oh yeah, and uh, it's good. not great. It's bad. No, but it used to be on Netflix forever. It was yeah. like a Netflix. Uh, it was like one of the only '80s cartoons on Netflix for a long time to stream. Yeah, that was good. Uh, but then, okay, so then now there's a new Masters of the Universe film that's scheduled for 2021. Now, this is what I think is cool about Masters of the Universe is He Man and all that. It's all DC owns it. So like there's cool. car- there's comic books that are C- uh, Superman versus well, that's He-Man. weird because it's Sony's making it. Sony has the film rights. Well, the, I don't know about that, but it's being produced by David Goyer, who's did all the lead, uh, all of the Batman movies yeah. and stuff. Um, so maybe Warner Brothers not behind it, but it's it's still that threat, kind of like how Marvel owns yeah. X Men, but then Sony made X Men movies and shit. Um, oh it, yeah, because this property has been tossed around mm-hmm. to a bunch of different people for well, it's d- one of decades, those really. It reminds me of the Fletch sequel yeah. like for error in revenge of the nerds like every five years you're like ooh, they're gonna remake this or police academy you know what i mean well it's because uh the same reason that the original was set on earth yeah is it's such a fantastic world you know yeah that but yeah it's gonna be expensive so is it worth the is it worth the risk i'm just saying did you watch Mo- uh, mortal engines uh-uh motherfucker i started watching that could have been that. he-man right it could have been He-Man. Any movie. They wasted money on that. I well, don't, I don't, uh, your opinion, I'm sh- that could be an opinion that people have, but I think that's so corny. I think it's more people are afraid that if people go see a Master of the Universe, they're going to associate it with the 80s one that bombed, but I don't think it's so much so that, because like there's so, Mortal Engines. Even though it has a uh, cult. Cult following, people following. would go see it and you could make it good. Like yeah. they, it would be so much easier to make it good as opposed to do like a Transformers revamp of it. There is a, Freaky fan base. There of is. He-Man fans. I mean, fuck. There's two or three different really good documentaries about it. Yeah. Um, the one I'm watched today because I watched a He-Man documentary a while back, probably about the time we did that fun size about He-Man, and I thought, <laughs> I thought I when I started watching this one today, I was like, oh, I've seen this. No, it's a different, really good documentary about the series that talks to different people, and you know, oh, this was the thing that was interesting in it, and maybe you know about this more than I do. Paul Dini apparently worked on it. Did hmm. you know that? For the Paul Dini that did like uh, all the Batman the Anime series, just like oh, cool. all, he's in that him and what's the other fellow's name? Tim, you know what I'm talking about? Huh? Batman the Anime series. Who created? Oh yeah, it? Tim Bruce. Sorry, is it Tim Bruce? Bruce? Tim. Bruce Tim. That's it. Him and Paul Dini worked on a lot of stuff. Apparently, Paul Dini was a writer or worked on this series, and somebody like threw it. Like they didn't even interview Paul Dini. They just threw it off as they're like. I don't know who the fuck wrote all those weird things at the end. That's like cross the street with a friend. I think it was Paul Dini or right. something. One of the good things, though, about a new movie is the there's not much in the lore of uh, He-Man that you yeah. have to get right to keep the fans happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just need Castle Grayskull and a sword of power. Totally. And the character designs to be truthful, and people will buy into it. They don't got all this, like, stupid lore that, uh, well, I say stupid lore lovingly, but, like, Transformers just has, like, so much damn lore totally totally uh but i also i feel like it's it doesn't it uh, see i think not to say you're wrong in that but i think it has a more defined lore that's a lot easier to make into a movie yeah you know what i mean like its backstory is really well developed and everything like that so it could be a 20 minutes beginning of a movie only that but you know it's not like uh, what they got is an underserved genre that people love Totally. Fucking sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. You know, like 
What what do you got? Name how many can you name? We got Star Wars, yeah, Thor, Ragnarok, Lord of the Rings, maybe. That's there's no sci-fi though. Lord of the Rings is I consider it sci-fi. Okay, but no one else will. Maybe, but uh, you know that that's just cool. You got mechanical sword guys and yeah. fucking it's almost you know like lasers a, and it's sorcerers. almost like a, what do you call it? A, not steampunk, but almost steampunky. Like when you see a lot of those machines, they'd have like. A yeah. ram's head built on the front of totally. it, but then the uh, computer box. You yeah, know? it's a. They just threw everything together. Yeah, totally. And then that's one of the awesome parts about it. Yeah, uh, I yeah, it's. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited for the Netflix special or the Netflix. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I think that'll be rad. Uh, I yeah, for all of these. Plus, things, they know like most of their fans are like 40 year old dudes. Yeah. So if they're a little bit like uh, darker thematically. Mm-hmm. Or just like well, and I think the like you were saying, there's a lot of fans out there. I think the internet's uh, the opinion oh. of He Man on the internet isn't as bad as like the opinion of other things yeah. from that ge- well, generation. No, also, so, Skeletor is a hit on the internet. Yeah, Skeletor rules. He's a meme. He is. Yeah, Skeletor is a big deal. Yeah, I mean, uh, ooh, uh, Skeletor with love was one of my favorite mm-hmm. little uh, meme generators for a while. Facebook page, yeah, but. Uh, it's great. Yeah, people yeah. love Skeletor. People love Skeletor. People, He's got personality. People love He Man. Did you always? It was always very fun when I was a kid. I remember being you're like you know how sometimes you get to tell people like, uh, uh, "Ooh, did you know Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers?" You know, you like everyone's yeah. like get a break of fun thing. I remember I used to be the kid that was like, or similar. Uh, Frankenstein's actually the name of the doctor or whatever. You know, uh, I liked being able to break it to people. Did you know that He Man is actually called Masters of the Universe? You know, yeah, like, and being like, it's not He Man. It's called. Oh, you mean He Man and the Master? The same kind of shit. Well, you the cartoon pull. would throw you off because yeah. it's like He Man. Yeah, dun, 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 exactly. Dun. And so He Man. That's I. I always that was always a fun thing to to drop on people. Um, uh, I, uh, before we get out, I, I I do know one of my most vivid dreams of my childhood. Yeah, was uh me. And Skeletor walking down a suburban street, Whoa. just having a casual conversation. I, I don't have, I don't believe in myself. And I'm like four years old. That's and I crazy. don't know why I've always remembered it, but I have that I, same it's joke. Been my, and it woke me up right away. I was like, "What? I'm hanging out with Skeletor." I have that same dream. Battle damage Skeletor. That I'm sure I've told on the podcast where I it's not Skeletor, yeah. but I have a dream that I I'm looking just, out the window and a fucking a werewolf. Looks at me through the window oh, yeah. and then says, I'm going to come inside Werewolf and get you. outside the window. God, terrified. And I think about Were- the dream all the time. Werewolf, their castle. Werewolf, their wolf, everywhere. Werewolf, you know? <laughs> uh, goddamn. Uh, so that's it. Any final? I feel like we did an okay, a tight. That was, one, a, ti- tight that was a tight. That was a good tight He Man yeah. episode. We didn't get mad. We didn't fight. Oh, I didn't talk about how stupid. Uh, I knew this is how bad the He-Man movie was. Which one? The Master of the Universe from the 90s? No, the, the 80s? movie. Yeah. The, from the eight, the Lundgren yeah. one. I was a kid mm-hmm. and I knew it sucked. Mm. That's how I also. That's never a good sign. Yeah. Also, uh, I can say the same thing about nobody gave a shit about the new adventures of He-Man. The Which one? Is that Ponytail. The, oh, in the 90s when they tried to yeah. bring him back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the was character it. designs were all slim and sleek too. Yeah. Nobody cared. The nineties was hard to re-release stuff because, like, remember the Extreme Ghostbusters? Nobody liked it, yeah. even though it's a it's fine show. Uh-huh. But it never got a shot. Or it was just sad deaths for other things, like yeah. GI Joes. Yeah, when they're all eco warriors. Yeah, it's weird. It's very weird. Um, goddamn. I think that's it, though. Well, if there's any other thoughts, you know, what we can do is when we do our third He Man episode uh-huh. in a hundred episodes. 
Well, we'll be talk about that. Uh, we'll put it in there. Um, tell the listeners now, the NFers, let them know where they can find you on the internet. Oh, shit. You can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's right. Also, check out House of Bricks Comedy. We got great free comedy at the Pine Box, second Friday of every month. Fuck yeah, baby. Uh, I think that's it. Also, I'll be in Des Moines October 4th uh, through 6th for the Beast Village Comedy Festival. Yeah. Matt Bronner's headline is going to be a oh, great yeah. time. And Megan, K- uh, Megan Kester's headlining as well. Yep. Fuck yeah, Hell man. Yeah. Uh, goddamn, that's great. Uh, listeners, you can find me at Patrick Casey. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-A-E, PatrickCasey.com for all the coming shows and dates. Uh, the day this comes out, uh, tomorrow and Saturday, I will be at the Independent Comedy Club in Hamtramck, uh, De- uh, Michigan, Detroit. Uh, tell your friends, uh, if you haven't already, uh, come out to that for sure. Uh, if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets right now. Uh, next weekend, I, you're going to be at Beast Village next weekend. I'm going to be at Hoot Nanny in Worcester, Massachusetts. Hoot Nanny. They should call uh, it Woot Nanny. I think they might. It's very confusing how it goes. Uh, but I'll be up there. Um, uh, get on the Patreon. Man, if you have, if you like the show, go give us a dollar, five bucks yeah. on Patreon. Uh, I, it would really mean a lot. I mean, you guys already, the NFers, we do this for like fucking, what, 100 people that love the show, and that's fine. That's, as long, we don't, you don't all have to give us money. We love that you're supporting the show, but if you were to give us a little bit more money, I swear to God, the show gets better. Also, uh, it's free to give us a five star review on the old iTunes. Yeah, that's right. Just got so, and if, that's just as good as money. And if you have given us a five star review on iTunes, tell a friend to give us. It's that is a free, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you just take, grab somebody's phone, just type in the nostalgia front, give us a five star review. You know, you know it's hard out here for a pod. It is. Uh, so do that. Um, support our sponsors. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die, and as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.